Hi, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Level Play Podcast, your source for everything related to athlete brand management. My name is Dave Kalen, and I will be your host for today's festivities. So, if you remember in our last episode, I was chatting with my buddy Jim about personal branding and social media platforms. And sure enough, just a few days later, there is this news story that comes across my desk that illustrated our point exactly. So, the football team from the University of Central Florida in Orlando and Now they're coached by uh, former Auburn coach Gus Malzahn. They did something different for their spring game last week. On the back of the player jerseys, the players' names weren't on the back of the jerseys. It was their Twitter handle. So starting quarterback Dylan Gabriel had at underscore Dylan Gabriel underscore on the back of his jersey. The wide receiver, Ryan O'Keefe, he was at Ryan O'Keefe 23. The running back, Johnny Richardson, he was at Humble Johnny. And (laughs) I like this one. The linebacker, Tatum Bethany, he was just at FV056. So there you go. (laughs) And this is a first for... I guess what we would call the new NCAA in light of all the talk about student-athlete reforms and compensation issues. Oral arguments were heard at the Supreme Court a few weeks ago about student-athlete compensation. Uh, There are bills at the congressional level about health and safety and equity issues. And many states, uh, including Florida, have passed or are considering uh, these name image likeness bills or NIL bills surrounding player compensation. And of course, seeing as Coach Malzahn just got paid $21 million from Auburn not to coach there, it's hard to argue against the players not getting paid. (laughs) Just thought I'd throw that dig in there. But this is certainly the first of many moves in Florida and specifically at UCF for allowing the players to establish their personal brand outside of the team. So I thought I'd bring Jim back and talk about this as a follow-up from our last episode. So here he is. Hey, man, how's it going? Oh, it's going good, Dave. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. So I know it was only a, a spring game, but how do you think it went? Well, you know, I think the... uh football program down at the University of Central Florida has their act together. They understand where things are headed and they want to make sure that their players, their alumni, and their future recruits all understand that uh, they support they support the players and they support where the potential for personal branding as an athlete, especially in college, is headed. In fact, that's what they called it. Uh, yeah. Coach, head coach, Gus Malzahn said, this is the new age of personal branding. Yeah. So they're behind it. They're behind it. They're supporting it. They support their players. Um, The Twitter handles on the jerseys is super creative. Uh, I think hats off to them. Do you think that it was 
confusing for, you know, the fans or, you know, fans in the stands or the viewers on TV. I mean, but I mean, do you think it was a little confusing? I, you know, I think uh, once it was out there, it certainly has gotten the attention that they intended it to. Uh, it's talked about and pushed out there uh, on some of the news, the news uh, outlets. How many, how many people talk about the Central Florida spring game? You know, <laughs> I mean, this has definitely got it right. This has definitely got everybody's attention. It reminds know? me and, of those uh, of the the XFL. I mean, if you remember the uh, the first iteration of the XFL, where the players were allowed to put whatever they wanted on the back of their jerseys. Do you remember right, that? Right. Exactly. Right. Right. It's like you know, how do you want to be represented? But this is it. I mean, they they know that personal branding is coming for these athletes. Uh, the the official Twitter feed for UCF football called it the future of college football is yeah. here. And they have shots of all the all the Twitter handles on their players. Um, and, and, you know, and like I said in the last episode, it's not fundamentally about this game, next game. You know, for the university, it's about getting people back in the stands and, and getting the fans engaged. But, it, you know, it's the future of these players in addition to the future of college football. It's what these kids do after college that is what this university supports, right? So, I mean, from that perspective, you really have to think, how can the university do the best job they can in getting these young athletes ready to launch into their, to the rest of their lives, into their careers? You know, we were just talking about this in our, our last episode about the, about social media and how these players can monetize themselves even after their career. I mean, we were just talking about it. <laughs> and, you know, when you mentioned that, uh, that, that Twitter is probably the best platform for them, you know, just because it's newsworthy. Exactly. Right. You're going to get, you're going to, you're going to get the attention of a lot of the, the sports news organizations and the, the traditional news outlets are, are going, they monitor Twitter all the time. And from a fan engagement standpoint and from a real time announcement feedback standpoint during a game before a game after a game twitter's a great place to to tell stories and to to have your news out there it really is I, you know i just i just have to applaud this effort i just think this is awesome that they did this with the twitter handles that they got some pr- coverage the players are behind it the coach the athletic staff you know everybody's behind it i just think it's a, fan- a fantastic move now well okay well let's take a little step back then is this really players monetizing themselves? I mean, I know it's just a first step, but where do you think it goes from here? Uh, you know, I, I, I think this is the baseline is you have to, you have to let the players express themselves and be themselves and understand that this is where a lot of their, you know, their personal brand is going to exist is on these social media channels. So I think just, you have to, as a university, just support your, your support, your athletes. I think that's step one. Yes, it's good for the athletes. Yes, it's good to support the the individual students and and their efforts to develop a personal brand. But uh, on a collective standpoint, this particular this particular effort is awesome for the university. The university is getting so much mileage out of this decision. They're getting so much recognition as just being a thought leader in this space, um, especially you know Florida. July 1st, the Florida state law kicks in where now, just to, uh, to explain to, to everybody on July 1st, uh, Florida is going to be the first state to enact, uh, their 
name image likeness laws or the NIL law, which basically allows college athletes to get compensated for things like personal appearances or maybe an autograph session or sponsorship deals or social media endorsements, you know, stuff like that. So Florida is the first state to do that. And of course, every other state is probably going to follow very shortly. I know California is right behind it. And, you know, in the short term, Florida is going to have a little bit of an advantage over other states because they can say, you know, hey, you can make money monetizing yourself over, um, you know, Gonzaga, I suppose. Uh, So, you know, come play, uh, come play football or basketball or anything in Florida. Right. So it'll be a kind of a, a short advantage because I mean, all 50 states are going to do it. You know it. Yeah. All 50 states or at the national level, um, we are going to yeah. get parity at some point. But how it shakes out between now and, and what it ends up being, we don't know. We just don't know. So, you know, you're going to see some athletes be able to embrace this and to run with it. Um, and, you know, it, can you be a celebrity? That's really a personality and personal decision, right? <laughs> some people just want to play football. Some people just want to be students, um, get on with their lives. They don't necessarily want to have to learn how to be in a commercial or act in a commercial or, you know, do anything else. But I, there's just opportunities. Um, there's opportunities for these young athletes to learn this new, this new paradigm, this new social media production paradigm. Like, how do you make... And we talked about our last episode. How do you make good social media posts? There's a skill there. There's a there's a uh, a career there. There's a talent there that you need to develop. And, and I think they really just have an opportunity to explore. Can that be part of their future? Are they good at producing social media content? Because there's definitely careers in that across the board, from big brands, little brands, PR agencies. Um, social media divisions at every large company need the ability to, to create compelling content and the skill to create compelling content. It, you know, it's not something that, that that's, you know, it's something that everybody's learned kind of street smarts, what makes good content for these different channels. Uh, this is an opportunity for these athletes to get in out of the front line and learn this skill upfront. And then, you know, they have it for the rest of their lives. It's a skill that they are going to be able to, to leverage forever. So I, I applaud it. I think this is a great move. Um, and honestly, every AAU team might need to step up and do this exact same thing to help these kids build a following. Well, and you know, in UCF, you know, central Florida is a, is a relatively young university. I mean, it's not a, it, it's not a, an old stodgy university, like something that's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, you know, <laughs> you know, Harvard, Stanford, you know, all those, right, those old ones. Right. They've, got a, they've got a very young alumni association. So their alumni is also savvy in social media. Right. So right. they can connect with the alumni. I mean, if you go to, a, I, I'm sorry to pick on Harvard and Stanford, but you know, if, <laughs> if they, if their athletes have reach out on social media, a lot of their alumni is, is, is older and they probably just won't get it. That's so true. UCF is, so UCF has a little bit of an advantage there as well. They, they do. They have an advantage. They understand uh, who their alumni are how to connect with them. And, and this is one way, and we're going to see more of it going forward. Well, great. I'm just trying to 
wrap my head around this. What strange stuff in the future could there possibly be? Yeah, you know, uh, one thing I would love to see, and and it's just not, it doesn't get enough coverage on on broadcast. It just doesn't. There is very often some creative and exciting stuff going on on the bench that these kids are doing, cheering their cheering their teammates on, celebrating, uh, you know, high fiving, you know, doing a little celebration moves and stuff. All of that happens, and if you're in the stands, you could see it. But I would just love to see that become a real social media benchmark. It's like what's going on on the sidelines for this touchdown? What's going on on the sidelines for that three-pointer? What's going on uh, with the bench? You know, who are these kids? What are they doing? I think I think that whole side of it is going to come out in a way that nobody anticipates because it's just so entertaining to watch. You know, to watch the the to watch these teammates. You know, just be excited about what's going on. Well, it is interesting because, yeah, there are a lot of people have a second screen up when they're watching, when they're watching a game. So they could be having a, their player's Twitter feed during open during the game and see what happens. You know, if a player scores a touchdown or a three pointer or something like that, then people are watching their Twitter feed during the game might be an interesting thing to and now when they have it on the back of their jersey well it just it's easy to get more followers and more uh, uh, more action during the game it absolutely is and i you know it's just it is the way things are going to be and they said this is going to be the future of college football and you know they're probably right because now your access to your fan base is near instantaneous and widely available you know. All right. Well, it's gonna be compelling. We'll we'll wrap it up here. But uh, yeah. you know, thanks for uh, for chatting. And as always, when we talk about this, we're just gonna see where it goes. That's right, Dave. It's gonna be an exciting ride. Glad to be here. All right. I'll I'll catch you later. All right. Take care. Well, that does it for this week's episode of the Level Play Sports Podcast. I'd like to thank my buddy Jim for chatting with me. Hope you enjoyed our conversation and learned something along the way. If you like what you heard today, then please subscribe and you'll be notified of future episodes. Also, if you like what you heard, then feel free to leave something in the comments. Of course, don't be a troll. But if you want to discuss anything we've been talking about here or have any ideas for future episodes then we'd love to hear from you. Okay, well, that's it for now. Stay tuned for more episodes of the Level Play Podcast where we will discuss athlete brand management in more detail. For the Level Play Podcast, I'm Dave Kalin. Have a good one.